Welcome to the Recombobulation Area. My name is Dan Schaefer. Joining me today is someone with a very important job, Jeff Roman, who is the new director of the Milwaukee County Office on African American Affairs. Jeff, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Uh, there's obviously a lot we want to we want to talk about with you and your role and your job, but I kind of wanted to start just by getting a little bit of your background, and maybe we could just kind of walk through a little bit of a timeline on what uh, what has brought you through your career to to this role here in 2020. So I understand you're from Milwaukee? Milwaukee, born and raised, <clears throat> bred and breeded. Um, uh, and uh, I usually use this this framing. I have not been released from Milwaukee yet, so I'm still here on assignment. And so um, I, my new assignment is in the role of director for the Office of African American Affairs. Um, but I have been very, very involved in a number of equity efforts across the city of Milwaukee and the state, and actually nationally, uh, for the greater part of a decade now. For six years, I was one of seven equal rights commissioners for the city of Milwaukee, um, and actually had an opportunity to lead that group for the city as the chair of that uh, that commission over from 2012 to 2018. Um, and it was really through uh, that role that I began to work with leadership, not only within the city of Milwaukee government, but with a number of uh, leaders across sectors, whether they were in philanthropy or the school district, um, um, in the private sector, um, community uh, community based organizations, uh, to really help facilitate uh, some of the earlier <laughs> Earlier conversations that have led to a lot of the infrastructure that we net that now exists in Milwaukee, responsible for addressing um, uh, racial equity um, in Milwaukee. And so I, I say I, I uh, start the conversation usually saying five or six years ago. Now six years ago, uh -huh. there was not an office on African American affairs. There was not at the city. There was not an office of equity and inclusion. Uh, there was not a uh, community engagement achievement collaborative. Uh, we did a lot of work with Milwaukee Public Schools. There. They, had, they did not have five years ago uh, the office on black and Latino male achievement and a lot of the uh, you know work that Milwaukee Public Schools is doing with its communities of colors, its student population of color, uh, and you know and, and all across Milwaukee. Um, and so I played a role with a number with a, along with a number of people across Milwaukee who helped work with leadership across those sectors to develop the capacity and infrastructure to deal with some of the disparities that we have in Milwaukee. The Office of African American Affairs being one of those. And so I've been a supporter uh, of the office uh, since it was actually even stood up. It was stood up actually in 2017. So we're going into our, I think our fourth year. Um, uh, but the works, the, the work of the office started uh, a couple of years earlier through uh, uh, members of the uh, Milwaukee County Board of Supervisors. Um, and I, along with a, a number of other people in the community, work with various supervisors and then the previous administration to really help engage and inform what the office would do. And so I, I see this as a full circle opportunity, having worked with the, the, the past administration and, and supervisors who lifted up and stood up and staffed and funded the office, uh, now in this role as a director for the Office of African American Affairs. Um, <clears throat> I have been a trainer for the office over the last couple of years before coming as a, as the director, um, and have really been engaged in supporting a lot of the work that the office uh, is now engaged with. Um, there are two bodies of work that we're focused on. One is our internal uh, body of work, which is really about um, 
making sure that our house is in order. Um, and so providing training and capacity building and supports and making sure that we're normalizing conversations about race and equity, making sure that we're operationalizing um, to the extent that we can. And then we're now we're evolving um, into really getting to a point where we're institutionalizing what we understand racial equity means across Milwaukee County. Um, and then, uh, so that's our internal work. Uh, we are moving forward in the next new year, and I'm really, really excited about this, um, to begin to really expand our external facing work in the community um, and really allowing uh, and really um, centering our African-American community, but our other communities of color and, and, and disproportionately impacted communities, uh, centering them and the, what they need and you know their voices in, in our work and making sure that we're playing a role to facilitate their engagement and ownership in Milwaukee County governance. So there's really a lot that you've done in the past that has kind of brought you to to this role, a lot of behind the scenes work that you did even in, you know, in the years leading up to, uh, the, this office becoming, you know, an official thing. Um, you know, what early on, what kind of drew you to this type of work? Who what drew me to this type of work? Oh, I can, I mean, how long, how far do you want me to go back? (laughs) As far back as you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a black man that that grew up in Milwaukee, um, 37 years now, uh, raised by a single mother, have five five brothers, um, and uh, uh, you know, I always credit my mom because my mom made sure that you know my siblings and I uh, we we were engaged in things that kept us out of trouble. And one of the one of the one of the programs that she put us into was called um, Families United to Prevent Teen Pregnancy program. FUPTP is what it was called. It was a really, really big program back in the uh, late eighties, early two that early nineties and then uh, in through uh, the, the, the the turn of the century. Um, and that was really uh, and that was really where I got my start. I, I started as a participant in the program in middle and high school and then got an opportunity to become a mentor. So my first paid gig was as a mentor uh, in this program. Um, and it was a prevention program. It was a teen pregnancy prevention program. And I always, I never understood why my mother put <laughs> five boys there are five of us five boys in this program uh, but i soon found out i, I soon realized that the you know we're, we're there, and, and during that time milwaukee was experiencing an uptick in teen births teen birth rates and teen pregnancy rate um, <clears throat> and i soon came to realize that we were having a one-sided conversation all this is going to get to where i'm getting to <laughs> so soon uh uh realized that we were really having a one-sided conversation in milwaukee about what something as simple as teenagers getting pregnant and we were focused so heavily on young women and uh, uh, not so heavily on the other side of the equation which for young men and I and through that program I really found my voice because I asked the question I'm in this program and other than you know the, the us young men that are in the program this program really doesn't cater to us um, and so if you're going to have us in this program what are you going to do for us how are you going to make sure that the conversation um, <clears throat> elevates the role that men have in what what's happened or young men have and the role that we have in either contributing to or reducing um, you know things like teen pregnancy and that grew it those conversations grew into things like STDs and HIV and like all of that stuff. Um, 
and, and it, all that to say, it, it was a space where I was able to learn my voice and use my voice, uh, which really jump-started, you know, my work. And so I was able to grow in this program and become an advocate for young men who were engaged in a number of different things in the community. And it was through that work where I really began to see the disparities that young men in particular had, young men of color and black men in particular in Milwaukee, um, while, uh, you know, in the role that we had or uh, the impact that was on our, on our subgroup in our community, the impact that was being made. Um, <clears throat> Um, around us, and we were not in, engaged in the conversations to the extent that we need to be engaged. Um, and so a lot of my work really was about making sure that men, young men, men, young men of color had access to the people who were making decisions about the things that were happening in our community. Um, and that that work actually evolved into a number of things, both locally and nationally. Um, and I, I was kind of, uh, you know, uh, fortunate to uh, really really position myself myself through that work in uh, center in, in centering myself in a lot of the conversations that led to this conversation about race and equity and inclusion of Milwaukee um, and it just so happened that it came along those conversations really started to take root at a time where there was alignment uh, alignment of stars where not only were we talking about it at the local level in terms of things that were happening but there were conversations that were um, happening at the national level and not I was able, because of the relationships and the work that I was doing, I was able to begin to bridge those conversations at the local and national level. And um, that's really where it started. Um, and, and, you know, all that ha all that has led to the work that's that's happening, not only in Milwaukee County, but across Milwaukee, and, and I would even say across the state and, and, and in some regards across the nation right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like what that experience gave you in a big way was, you know, an opportunity to understand how to connect a message to the right audience and connect a message to an audience that maybe needed to hear it and that wasn't hearing it. Um, certainly something that would seem to apply to, to the type of your work you're doing today too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so from there, from there, where did you, you know, kind of take the next step in your career to your, in your path? Oh boy. Well, so, uh, let's see. So, Oh, I don't even. <laughs> I gotta go back to that. It's been it's been it's been a while now. Um, I think I'm just trying to go back and connect the dots. Um, so that was the family that's preventing pregnancy. That was right out of high school. My time during my college days, uh, I had an opportunity actually to go from being a mentor and a participant in the program, and sort of like a lower level kind of employee peer professional, um, <clears throat> to actually leading the program. Um, and developing the program and uh, uh, developing a curriculum around the program. And I actually got, uh, in my early 20s, uh, I got an opportunity to actually go across the nation to roll out this program in other parts of the, of the, of the country um, <clears throat> and uh, did that for a few years. Um, and uh, had an opportunity afterwards to uh, uh, one of the one of the things that happened as we were rolling out this national kind of prevention program nationally, we began to develop relationships with the Milwaukee Public School District um, and a number of community partners. Um, and there was an opportunity that I got uh, to uh, through uh, some resources that we were bringing in around this whole program. Uh, there was an opportunity to become a uh, program coordinator. Um, and work also actually in the uh, with Milwaukee Public Schools um, and with other community partners who were developing coalitions around um, 
working with young people of color around sexual health, working with uh, young people in communities of color around poverty reduction. Uh, and I became a kind of a coalition leader um, in, in Milwaukee around bringing communities together, bringing our health systems folk together, bringing our community of folk together, bringing philanthropy together around the issues um, that were uh, around some of those issues that that program was was working. Um, and that was really my first introduction to like working with community and working at actually coalition building. Um, <clears throat> and uh, through that work, I got an opportunity to really begin to do what I call my what I, what led me to doing more organizing work um, and understand what it meant to uh, begin to develop relationships, not only with people in systems, but develop relationships with people on the ground um, and organize ourselves in such a way where uh, we could bring voice, amplify voices of community. Um, and that is actually where uh, that, that work actually brought me into some national spaces. Um, <clears throat> where I was able to learn about some of the national work that was happening um, across the nation. And then um, I was able to actually be a part of a fellowship uh, that allowed me to come back to, that allowed me to kind of bring all that learning that I was learning from across the nation and bring it to Milwaukee and identify the people and places that were doing specific work in Milwaukee that aligned to a lot of that national work. Um, and uh, that's really where, you know, that's really where it gets kind of blurry. Um, it was also that time, there was that time I became, I was appointed to the Equal Rights Commission for the city of Milwaukee. Uh, I started working with uh, Community Advocates Public Policy Institute, um, which was uh, which uh, is the largest social service agency in the state, um, but it's also a policy institute and a funding organization or intermediary. Uh, intermediary, and so I got an opportunity to not only have one foot in government at the city level, but another foot in a policy institute that was giving dollars and resources in, in this, to the communities. Um, and that was really what allowed me to bring those two roles together and to give some support to uh, a, a lot of the things that have led to work that's happening now in the office of African American Affairs um, <clears throat> and so that's that's really that's really where it is afterwards you know that was and that was only a few short years ago maybe seven years ago uh, so now we're here and uh, I am just excited to be in the space that I am now given where we are in terms of our political and social uh, context and climate uh, across the state and across the nation. Uh, we have a new county executive. Uh, we're going through transition in terms of leadership at Milwaukee County. And I just think that the stars are aligned now where Milwaukee County can really, is really going to do some really, really good things and bringing community together um, and uh, mobilizing us around a vision to um, you know, achieve racial equity and become the healthiest county in Wisconsin. So I'm really, really excited to play a, a, a key role in helping to do that work for, for the county. Yeah, you touched on a little bit of what I was going to ask about there was, you know, just all of the changes that are happening at the county level. Obviously, we have a, a new county executive for the first time in a long time. We have a lot of new um, county supervisors, a lot of turnover there on the county board. Um, you know, you go up and down all the offices that there are a lot of new people, a lot of new faces. And maybe that hasn't gotten, you know, the same attention that it, it might uh, if we were not in, you know, this simultaneous uh, pandemic recession, historic protest movement, add whatever else you want from 2020 on there. But obviously it's a, it's a time of change in Milwaukee County. Um, what role do you see yourself playing in that as that change unfolds? 
Yeah, so the, you know, us, the Office of African American Affairs, we're really one of the key drivers of a lot of the change that we're talking about um, moving forward in Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. Um, and so, <clears throat> yeah, we will play a role and help in, in terms of being a facilitator, um, of, of, of being a convener. Um, and being the driver of this work, we, 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 we really see us playing a really, really pivotal role um, and not only helping to position Milwaukee County at the center of that work, but engaging the communities um, that are most impacted by some of the disparities that we see in our community. And so our, a part of our role as a driver and facilitator convener is making sure that we're engaging, you know, our black community, that we're engaging our other communities of color, that we're engaging our low income communities, um, because ultimately they're the most, not only are they the most impacted, but ultimately they need to have, they know the solutions and need to be empowered to be able to share what those solutions are. And Milwaukee County needs to be able to support um, them and actually helping to play their role in, in helping us do that work. Okay, so looking ahead, um, obviously this has been a year of change. Um, looking ahead to, to 2021, what's next for the Office of African American Affairs? What's your, what's your job gonna look like for these next few months? What's your day-to-day -day gonna look like? What are you gonna be What's going to be on the top of your list for for what you want to get done? Yeah, so I think uh, first of it's it's continuing the work that we've started and we've been doing over the last two and a half years, um, and that is making sure that we're continuing to build up the capacity of our workforce, our leadership, our departments um, within Milwaukee County to have the the skills and the training and the the tools that they need to uh, apply racial equity principles in the work of Milwaukee County, uh, and you know, and being able to do that and, and institutionalize that work. Um, but then I, I'm really really excited 2021 is, is really going to be uh, the year where we're going to start standing up um, our community facing work and so we are in the process of having conversations and developing relationships with a number of partners across the community uh, who we intend to engage with throughout uh, next year uh, to help identify some of the things that are happening in Milwaukee County particularly in our in the African-American community and other community impacted communities um, uh, getting a lay on the land and then working to connect that work and those resources and those assets that exist within our community, um, connecting and aligning those for the work that's happening inside of Milwaukee County uh, so that we're all playing a role, internal, external community with, with government employees and government departments uh, along the pathway of achieving the county's vision of, of uh, becoming the healthiest county in Wisconsin and doing that by achieving racial equity. Um, and so that's that's really my my focus next for all of 2021 is to make sure that the community sees um, the Office on African American Affairs, <clears throat> um, and by extension, all of Milwaukee County as a resource and a partner um, in helping to support and lift up what's happening in community and making sure that they have voice and that they have um, uh, you know uh, the ability to inform and define what happens within Milwaukee County government. So I think obviously that's such an important message to be sending to to Milwaukee right now because I think you know we see it all the time and there's a news story every week about about just how far Milwaukee has to go uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to racial equity when it comes yeah I mean I don't need to tell you the list uh, of ways that Milwaukee is unique within the whole context of the country uh, within the context of the state everything. Uh, so 
as you continue to do this work, what's something that you wish people had a better understanding of when it comes to issues of race in Milwaukee? Um, oh, <laughs> that's a, that, to me, that's a loaded question because there's so much to have an understanding of. Um, and so um, I think, um, I guess I just, I'll just share a few examples of what all those things are. I think um, having a real understanding of the ways historically um, racism and discrimination and bias have contributed to the conditions that we see in our community. Um, and um, I, I think some people, and some more than others, think that you know that what we see um, in our communities have just happened in happenstance, and, and, and it hasn't. Um, and so uh, there's a role that we're, we play, and we will continue to play in, in making that historical connection and helping people understand the policies um, and the practices that have contributed to. Um, what we see in our community. It didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just happen because, you know, a subset of our community were lazy or didn't want to do anything. No, there were some real institutional structural things that happen and continue to happen um, that create the conditions for the disparities, the violence, the whatever you want to want to call it, those things in our community. So I think that's one thing um, is, uh, is helping people understand that. Um, I think the other thing is um, I, I wish people would understand, I hope people learn to understand as we do our work, I'll say it that way, is that we all come to uh, that realization in different ways and at different phases and different levels um, and uh, um, this work is personal um, and in order for us to change what's happening in Milwaukee at the macro level there's work that we all have to do at the individual level um, to be able to do that we all have to do our part we all have to we all have to face and recognize our own biases and and, and that's whether you're black white purple green or whatever we all are conditioned by racism and you know you know all of those things which are you know a, a, just a part of the fabric of our country and our nation um, and we all have to do the self-reflective work of identifying and understand, acknowledging, and then confronting the ways that it impacts us as individual people. Um, and then the more we do that, then the more um, at the collective level we can begin to come together to change. And so helping people understand that, that we, you know, we have to meet people where they are um, and that everybody has their own story, their own experiences, um, and their own histories. Um, and all of those are important. Um, to understand, um, uh, and, and we have to learn and grow with each other. So I think that's the other thing. That's the real important thing for 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 for, for people to know is that uh, we're we're not all going to be on this journey in the same way at the same level. And so there's we have to meet each other where they are. And then and then I think this lastly is we're all a part of the solution. <laughs> and, I, and I might have said this in other ways, but we are all a part of we are all responsible and need to all be held accountable for changing, making the Milwaukee that we want to see today, tomorrow, and in, and in the and in the future. Um, <clears throat> And uh, the burden of doing that work can't fall on certain communities or certain people. We all play a role and we're all burdened, if I can say it that way. We're all burdened. All Milwaukeeans are burdened with fixing Milwaukee. Um, and there are ways that different, and there are specific ways that specific groups have to do and things that they have to do, but we all share a burden in, in making the, making the, the Milwaukee that we all want to see um, uh, become a reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what you mentioned about meeting people where they are is so important too. Um, is is there any you know just kind of examples of that? 
that you've come across in your work, maybe even before the um, before you grew into this role, before you, before you became the director here, that um, you know stands out to you as an example of of how that type of approach can be effective. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can at the individual level, I can do that at a community level. Now, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll give the example at the community level. We are a, a county of many communities. Uh, there are 19 municipalities that make up Milwaukee County, and each one of those 19 municipalities are all different in terms of their demographics, in terms of their culture, in terms of you know, you know, the age, the, the age of their population. They're all different, um, and they all see. Um, when they when they hear racism, when they hear disparity, when they hear equity, they, they all see it from different perspectives, and it's important for us as the county, and it's important for us as just people in general to understand that all of those communities have different understandings of this work, and, and have different things that they have different have nuances. I said that have different cultural nuances that we have to consider. Um, <clears throat> when we're talking about the role that we all have in, in changing Milwaukee. Because like I said, we're all needed and all of us play a role even at the municipal level, at the 19, the 19 municipalities, each of them have a role, but those roles are gonna be determined on their culture, on the, the population makeup, what they do, the resource that they have, what's happening in those communities. Um, and so we have to meet the, even our communities where they are and help them understand the role and the impact that they have in this conversation and in, the, and in this work. Mm-hmm. And did you have another example more on the individual level too? Uh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. We all have different. We all have our own story. <laughs> so I happen to be a young black man that was born and raised in the cart of the city, you know, in, in the hood, and then you know, in a predominantly you know, uh, you know, black neighborhood in Milwaukee, and that informs that informs you know the way that I see the world. Um, it informs my understanding of how the world is um, was is created and, and how things you know how our, my environment or how the conditions that we have in our community how those things were created. Um, that will, that would be different for someone like you who's, who's a lighter skinned, fair skinned person. Yeah, I'm from well, maybe didn't County, so yeah, <laughs> a little bit yeah, so, yeah. So from Walker County, and so we all have our own story. We all have our own upbringing. We all have our own histories uh, that we have to make sure that we are uh, putting in perspective when we're when we're talking about doing this work because my reality is going to give me a, a my reality is going to give me a different perspective than than yours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so when people who, uh, I mean, obviously the, the office in general is still pretty new. Uh, so when people, uh, you know, when, when people learn about it, maybe for the first time, uh, what are the things that people want to know? What are the people, what are the things that people want to see from this office? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing that people want to know is how we are working with and engaging in, in representing African-Americans in Milwaukee County, um, because that the name of our office suggests that our focal point, our focus and our, our orientation should and it needs to be African Americans, and in many in many respects, it, it does, and it it does, and it will, and it needs to be. Um, <clears throat> but I think I think it's important for people to understand the dual role that we have. Yes, and it's in this. Yes, we have a role in making sure that we are engaging, amplifying, centering the voices and the work of what's happening within the African American community, and making sure that 
the African-American community specifically has the support and the capacity and the resources that it needs to be a part of what we're asking them to be a part of. That's that's a part of our work and that, that, is, that is an important part of our work. Um, <clears throat> Um, but I also say, you know, we function much more like an office on equity um, in that um, the internal work that we do is really focused on not specifically um, centering in with at least internally centering um, the African-American experience and perspective, but it's really about making sure that all of Milwaukee County employees who are black and white and, and everything else between um, and around, um, making sure that they all have the tools to be able to do the, the self-reflective work, um, but also the the collective work that needs to happen um, that is aligned to the various functions that Milwaukee County is responsible, the services that we're responsible for doing. Um, and so a part of our, I want, I, what I want people to know is that yes, we are called the Office of African American Affairs and the work that we do in community is going to center and lift up the black experience, um, black perspectives and make sure that, that those communities have the resources and the supports that they need to, to be a part of the solutions in our community. Um, but there's also this other body of work and, and making sure that we are engaging all the other communities um, and making sure that they have the resources and the tools so that they can do their own work and then that we can do our collective work together. Mm -hmm. So Milwaukee was, you know, right around the same time that, um, that this office was established, Milwaukee also became the first, Milwaukee County became the first municipality to declare racism as a public health crisis. Mm -hmm. um, how much does that declaration and that mission inform what you do? It is really now the root of the work that we do um, at Milwaukee County. And, that, and, that, and that's not just for the Office of African-American Affairs. That is for all of Milwaukee County. Um, and so when we made the declaration, and I, was, I wasn't an employed by the office then, but I was, uh, I was around when that was happening um, and, and was engaged, at least, uh, at least from the outside looking in, um, as a partner of the office when, when all that was happening. Um, but that is the, that, that is the, the, the cornerstone of our work. It, it really, um, it, that, that, that declaration really, really, really uh, put us on a pathway to begin to make sure that everything that we're doing across Milwaukee um, has an understanding of the role that racism has. Um, and um, it, it really set us on a path to make sure that, you know, we're, we are applying a racial equity lens to all we do. That led to us actually codifying that declaration into actual policy, into law. And so out of that a year later, um, we established what's called Chapter 108 uh, Racial Equity Ordinance, or what, what is it called? Uh, Achieving Health and Racial Equity, Racial Equity Ordinance for Milwaukee County. Uh, and that really just codified, you know, that declaration and made sure that all of Milwaukee County, whether that was leadership, departments, employees, that we were all, that we are all doing the work that, that needs to happen to be able to make sure that uh, that declaration is, is, is a focal point of all the work that we do. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, we saw, especially in the early days of the pandemic, the overlap uh, between the the crisis that is racism and the crisis that is the pandemic. Uh, you know, I talked to uh, a few months ago, I talked to Dr. Jeanette Kowalik about kind of the convergence of those crises uh, and how they really how they how they converged this year, like like never before. Mm -hmm. um, how does that, you know, inform what you are planning on doing in this role for, for the next year and the years to come here? 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks for, for bringing that up because the the pandemic is something that is also driving our work, our our vision oriented work for Milwaukee County. Um, and we, Milwaukee County, is actually a, I would say a leader nationally on how to apply this lens of you know anti racism, this lens of racial equity, this lens of inclusion, um, even in our in our COVID nineteen response work. And I think one of the ways that that was demonstrated was. Uh, uh, in that Milwaukee County was really one of the first jurisdictions across the country, not only to declare racism of public health, but to actually begin to look at the data in terms of uh, you know infection rates and hospitalizations, and uh, look at that with along a, a, a race a race lens, a, a color lens. Um, and we created a dashboard that allowed us to be able to disaggregate the, the, the data that we were getting to, to be able to focus our interventions in the communities that were being most impacted, which we found were our black and brown communities. Um, and so not only is Milwaukee County leading the way in terms of just making declaration and, and taking the bold stance, but we're actually operationalizing what that means for us um, in even simple ways as being able to you know create systems that allow us to drill down in the data um, um, to the, to identify what the impact really is, um, and then more importantly, how we target our resources to be able to address the the, the impact in the in the communities most impacted by that. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's it's you know something we see on a day to day basis with with how much that matters. Um, obviously, also this year, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement evolved into being the largest protest movement in U.S. history. Uh, I think we're on what day 193 of protest, uh, continued sustained protest in Milwaukee County. Um, yeah. How, how is that? I mean, obviously it impacts this job in this office, but but uh, you know how how does that change things for you? I, I don't. I don't know if it changes things. I think when I came in, I actually came in as all of that stuff was happening. Um, and uh, I was actually, before I was the director for the Office of African American Affairs, uh, was actually supporting and working with a number of the groups that are on the ground that continue to, you know, um, you know, protest um, and, you know, create and, you know, are, are sharing um, demands of what they want um, on, on government and, and local leaders and state leaders and even our national leaders and so um, I, I don't think it I don't think it's changed the word I think it for me it solidified why I needed to be here in this moment in, in this time um, and I actually believe one, it's one of the reasons why I was actually asked to take on the roles because of the relationships that I have um, and the work that I've done my own history as an organizer as an activist um, as a person who has been out um, in our community, even within you know the the, the the current protests that are happening or that were happening, uh, I was out there. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was out there supporting the the, the 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 young people, supporting the activists, supporting the people out, out there that are still out there, and continue to support those those organizations and those those people in different ways. Um, I think one of the, the the most immediate ways that we are engaging and will continue to engage is making sure that those people have access to. Um, decision makers at the county level uh -huh. um, and uh, make sure that through the Office of African American Affairs, they know that they can engage and share their concerns, their demands, um, and, and, know, and, and, and know that we're going to work with them to make sure that it's getting to who it needs to get to, those demands and those the, you know that sharing is getting to who it needs to get to, and then facilitating a way 
um, for there to be some real authentic conversation about how to uh, get some solutions around some of the things, some of the things that are happening in our community that have resulted in the protests and the unrest that we see in our community. That's great. I think that's, you know, that's such an important thing and it's going to be interesting to see how, how that continues because I think, you know, obviously there's so many people that like, like you mentioned that are on the ground as leading and participating in these protests who have been part of this work for a long time. But I think there are a lot of people who are engaging with this work for the first time this year, for the first time in 2020. And it's going to be interesting to see how, how that continues and, and, um, uh, how people can continue to, to push leaders on the local level and the state level, national level to, to make the kind of change that, that people are out in the streets, uh, voicing their concern for. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we wrap things up here, let's uh, maybe step away from the from the office for a minute, and uh, maybe you could just tell me a little bit about what you're passionate about outside of your work. Are you a sports fan? Music? You know, what are you into? I'm a foodie. All right. I, I, I think this is one of the, the hidden jewels, gems about Milwaukee is that we are really a foodie city, foodie town, um, and. Uh, uh, if I am not at home working, I am usually, well, maybe not as much as I want to now because of the pandemic, but right, right. I'm usually at a happy hour eating, you know, or a restaurant um, and exploring the different types of cuisine that Milwaukee offers. I, I think, you know, not only the food, but the different cultures in Milwaukee and the, uh-huh. the, the neighborhoods and, you know, uh, obviously the food. Like, I love going to different neighborhoods and different cu- cultural communities in Milwaukee and, like, eating the food and exploring those, those cultures and just getting to know those, those neighborhoods. And so, like, that's me. If I'm, not at, if I'm not home and I'm spending a lot of time at home more recently, but if I'm not, I'm usually out. You can usually catch me stuffing my face with some food. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of takeout this year, I bet. Then, huh? yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's 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 more than anything else. I I love to eat. Um, any any and local I, favorites you want to shout out? Um, you know, and I I am so I, I'll say this. I love our black restaurants, and I know they don't get a lot of love sometimes. And so, like. Um, uh, I, you know the the coffee makes you black. Like um, and then uh, City Neck Cafe. You know I try to get there a couple couple mornings to get some breakfast. Um, they make really really good smoothies and really good breakfast bagels. Um, <clears throat> um, I can't even think because so many different restaurants, so many different things. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, yeah. There's there's so many to name, but you know, I'm use I usually try to um, prioritize getting to our black and brown restaurants um, more, you know, and just making sure that I'm supporting, you know, the diversity in our communities. Mm-hmm. Do you cook yourself too? I, I, no, because that's <laughs> that's why I'm out so much eating. There you go. Uh, not a big cooker. Sounds good. Uh, any anything else that you know you might be uh, uh, wanting to share with with our readers and listeners here about about who you, who you are, what you're uh, into? No, not much about me. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know why I think that everybody knows me. Already. <laughs> um, people, when people, I mean, enough people know me to know you know my approach and, and, and my perspective on this work. 
um, and have engaged with me. And so that's why I'm really, really excited to be able to leverage some of those relationships um, and to make sure that, you know, Milwaukee County is playing the role that it can play in engaging community members um, who, like I said, ultimately need to inform and determine what happens in Milwaukee. Um, and I'm glad to be a part of the office um, in Milwaukee County at, through the Office of African American Affairs uh, that is tasked with facilitating that work. Well, we're, we're glad you're there doing the work, and we uh, appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to me today. And uh, looking forward to uh, seeing what's in store for you in the role and for 2021 and beyond here. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you, Dan. Thank you so much.